You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Pork Pals Podcast. I'm joined, as usual, by Donna Marie. How are we, Donna Marie? I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> Just all right. Oh, they're ill. Oh, I'm all right. I feel, I feel like Wednesday. It's Tuesday, but it feels like it should be fucking Wednesday. So that's a bad sign, isn't it? It's been a long week. Yeah, if you think it should be Wednesday, it definitely does feel like a long week. Now, I don't feel like that, but I'm right in the middle of my days off now, so it doesn't it doesn't bother me. My house is upside down. As you know, I'm getting my attic converted. And you just can't relax in your own home. When there's shit going on. No. There's no there's no amount of relax there's no relaxing can be done when you're having work done and everything is upside down. And this shit's been going on since Christmas. It's my own fault. And I know that. I don't need you to tell me that, pal, because I get that every day. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything about I wasn't this gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna mention the first world problems that you're having. Getting your house done up, yeah. you know. It is, it is first world problems, I know. But you know what? They're my fucking problems. And it's non-stop since Christmas. And I'm exhausted. And we're coming to the end of it. So I'm happy. Let's get through it. Get it done. Yeah. And um, the good thing, we're flying through February. Like, it's the 20th of February now. Like, the months are flying in. We're getting closer. We're four months you know away from Florida. I feel like January goes on for about three months. And once you get that January out of the way, the months start to fly. I mean, February is almost over now. And look, a drive to survive is back this week. I mean, I'm happy about that. Are you? Yeah. So the, the testing, the, the, the testing is on the TV for the next three days after today. Yeah. So you can start getting some Formula One fixes. I love it. Um, yeah. So, oh my god, did you actually see? I saw a TikTok there. Um, nothing to do with the podcast. I'm fucking nothing to do with Bravo. But I saw a TikTok there yesterday. TK Maxx are selling off all the Formula One uh, gear from last season in their shops, like jerseys, team jerseys, wow. you know, jackets, gillets, everything. Yeah, like from all the different teams. I saw a TikTok there. I was like, shit. And is that over? Is that here in Ireland? Or everywhere. Well, I said to Ken, I don't see why not. I said because yeah, I should be here. Like I was in TK Maxx last week. I didn't see any of it now, and I was looking for yesterday, clothes. So. Yeah, I said like yesterday. So have a nosy tomorrow and see if you can find mm. out. Because I was in, I was actually in TK Maxx last week, and like I wasn't buying much. I went in specifically for jeans, and I was very disappointed. I thought their shelves looked very empty. I, I only go in there for candles. Bear. I literally go in there, buy me candles, and leave again. I cannot deal with that whole rummaging through rack shit. It's just no. Well, you didn't have to rummage because the, the racks were half empty. I wanted to buy two pairs of jeans. I went in, I got the jeans, and I left. Done and dusted. It was a quick hit. So I got what I needed. I was happy out. But yeah, just I expected. I went expecting to rummage, but no. My God. Well, yeah, the drive to survive is back. Fucking summer house is back. 
Carl's out now, giving it welly in the media. Uh, yeah, I believe I believe Lindsay was questioning his sobriety. I I saw uh, as part you of the reasoning. I don't think that that's not true. I believe Carl when he says that, and I just think for me it'll kind of be like we were right. I mean, we pretty much banged on about shit like that all last season on the podcast about how she was not good for his sobriety. And I mean, if she did say it, like obviously she did say it to him and we're going to see it. But that's a low fucking blow. You know, you can't do that. But that's the way she is, though. That's just her. Look, we're not Lindsay fans. I'm certainly not. And anyone who's listened to the show for any length of time knows that. So none of this, none of it surprised me. Nothing he says or comes out will surprise me in the least with regards to fucking Lindsay. Um, I just think she's a horrible person. I don't know if I'd go as far as to say she's a horrible person because I, oh, always, I would. Yeah, I always I like <laughs> Um, And I was always rooting for her and I'm still rooting for her. But I just like Carl more and I think I'd be a little bit more protective of him. And I just didn't think she was good for him. So I feel like I was right. Anyway, moving on. Below deck. Yeah, let's 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 get stuck in. Um I suppose let's let's kind of start at the start. Like it, it picked up where it left off last week with the the row with the stews. The beef between Bambi uh, or Barbie, sorry, Barbie and Kat. I thoroughly enjoyed this week's episode. Like, I really did enjoy it. I feel like we got a bit of everything. And I like that in an episode, you know? You know what? Oh, I like need that. If there's too much drama, I'm giving out that there's too much drama and not lo- enough comedy. Whereas, you know, I like a bit of both. So, yeah. Pick up where we left off. There's tension there. There's headbutts there. And I mean, last week, week before, I think the opinion I had a cat, you know, it changed this week. It changed this week when she she told Fraser her story. I was like, oh, God, I get it. Well, it, it, it explains a lot. It explains a lot. Look. Yeah, it, it explains why she'd be feeling the way she's feeling in a lot of situations. Yeah. So we can explain away some of the emotional side of things with, you know, upbringing and trauma. That's fair enough. And now I'm in the now I'm in the place where I'm like, right, we won't have a bad word said against Kat. And I'll go in on anyone who talks. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We do blow like the wind here on the Poor Pals podcast. Yes, you know, you. we're like Diamond Joe Wimby. No, but like once, like when she explained her story, like let's just talk about Kat for a few minutes. When she explained it, I was like, oh my God, like, you know, I can't imagine that happening. I mean, clearly the foster system in America is just as fucked up as it is in this country. Oh, I would imagine it's a lot more fucked up, to be fair. You know, to be Those people would never even, like those kind of people probably wouldn't even be allowed foster kids over here no a a fucking religious cult like for real and i can't imagine like losing your parents and then to be torn away from a sibling i mean that's just especially at that age you're 13 like you understand what's going on you're old enough Mm -hmm. to understand 
It's horrendous. Um, I think like everything in a, it doesn't regardless of the situation when you have uh, children going into the foster care system if they have siblings keep them fucking together. You know, yeah, don't that's separate dreadful. That that is dreadful that they yeah. just got separated and then that there was no sort of court orders that they'd be allowed visiting. You yeah. know, that's terrible. Like, who's doing oh. the checks? So that's like massive, massive, massive childhood trauma that she's gone through, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it would make sister, it would make sense as to why she is overwhelmed emotionally, mentally, why she struggles. You know, 100%, everything made sense to me. And now I have... You know, I'm not even going to use the word sympathy. I, I I admire her a little bit. You know. Yeah, we we can empath. We can start. We can see where she's coming from, and yeah, it's not sympathy. It's empathy. You can empathize yeah. with somebody who's got all this yeah. trauma, and you know, becomes and I admire her strength, like you know. Yeah, I do admire her strength that she is. Gal- she did get out there, and she is doing her best to live her best life, like for a play to her. So yeah, we won't be talking bad about cat on this anymore. There'll be none of that. Well. Now let's let's hang on. It depends on what happens. Like you know, if it can be to if it become related back to trauma, okay, we will let her away with it. But if she just can't fold a fucking towel, like we're I gonna hope. lash her out. Give it a week, and I'd be like to get her off the fucking boat. Yeah. But uh, and then just to say about Fraser as well. I mean, look, I really, really enjoy Fraser. I mean. He clearly he came in this season a different with a different mindset. I'm not gonna say he a learned person. a lot. He learned a lot from his previous stint. Yeah, he learned a ton. We've seen yeah. that now. It's very evident. He's come in. He's like taking no prisoners. He's wants what he wants. He'll go through you for a shortcut if you don't give it to him. But then there's also this other side to him that is a very kind, caring human being which we saw with Ka, you know yeah. and I'm like well, you can't turn that like off him. yeah no I really like him like he's not we're not going to be sitting here giving out about him being too hard or being you know like he's just nice but at the same time you wouldn't be fucking mistaken his niceness for weakness now no like I mean look at the end of the day is he being hard on people? No, he's just doing his job. He's just pushing people. Like, yeah. that's what he's there for, to get the job done. And yeah. anyone who thinks that step, that sits there and thinks that, oh, he was pushing on Barbie and fucking giving her a hard time, he really wasn't. If you think that's a hard time, then you've got issues. Yeah, I agree. And then when he told his story about his first experience in yachting, and I was like, fuck me, like. And then fair play to him that he still has that in his mind and that, you know, affects how he treats other people. I have to say, he had more restraint than I fucking did because if somebody poured boiling water all over my hand, that might be the last thing they ever do on a boat. 
100%. I would have fucking loved him and threw him overboard. Gone. Bye. Surely there was some sort of sharp object boy beside you that you could have got away with it and just said, the cook was born of me. Look, self-defense. I just think it's so fucked up that there are still people in this world that treat people like that, you know? Yeah, horrendous. Like, obviously, he said he got him fired. I'd love, to, I would absolutely love to hear that story at some point because I really yeah. love, I love hearing stories about bullies getting their comeuppance. Yeah. I think they're the best tales. God, so yeah. We definitely, we definitely, do a little QA on Instagram there and tell us the story. Yeah, we, we, we need the rest of that story. Does We need the rest of that yeah. fucking story. What a but, moment. Talk about smug. I would be the smuggest bastard on the planet watching him. Pack his shit and walk off the boat. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. A hundred percent. I'd play a little tune. I'd have to Spotify you. The phone would be up in the air, giving it loads. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, hey, <laughs> goodbye. I just think he's a lovely human. And as well, I would imagine he'd be great to work for. I think you could learn a lot from him. Yeah. And... You know, if you give him what he wants, respect, a good word ethic, like, you know, everything would be great. Like, he's not asking for much. He is not asking for much. He's asking what should be expected of any employee. Respect Mm. your boss. Have a good work ethic and workers and do a good job. Conform to the standards that I lay down. That's it. At the end of the day, he thanks them. That yeah. for me, as an employee, that for me, like, goes a long way. When you finish the 12 hour shift and somebody that's above you thanks you for what you've done that day, fuck me, man. There is nothing better than that. Just two little words. They don't cost anything. No. Thank you for saying that to me. I really needed to hear that today. Like, you know. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a what is it they say? A stan, is it? I don't get yeah. that. Can you explain that to me? What is it? Like, I would say I'm a fan. I'm like, I'm afraid a fan. What's this whole stan? What does that mean? Now, the only thing I can think it could be is there's a thing called a standard bearer, which means you fly a flag for, which means flying a flag. So unless it's a shortened down version of that, yeah. that's the only thing I can think of. That's the only, only thing I could ever figure out with stan. I feel like I need to call my 14-year-old child in and ask him to explain it to me because no doubt he would know. It's like, you know, I stand. Oh, 100%. I'm like, what does that mean? Does that that mean you're a fan? (laughs) Well, it obviously does. (laughs) Oh, oh, we have an answer. We have an answer. Were you right? No, I was wrong. But I still think my my one sounds better. So, from Google, the term stan originated from a combination of the words stalker and fan, but has since evolved to become a positive term for fans who are highly engaged and supportive of their favourite celebrities. So, obviously, obviously Eminem started this shit. Yeah, well, I don't stan anybody because I ain't going to stalk anyone. I'm a fan. I'm a Fraser fan. Yeah. So Eminem started this all the way back in the day with with the song Stan. And that's what that meant. Okay. Okay. Right. There we go. Yeah. Look, we're in our 40s. 
And to be fair, probably a lot of our, our li- a lot of our listeners are, are are of a similar demographic, shall we say? So I think we're allowed. We probably have people out there going, "Is that what that means?" And they're probably delighted now they know. So if you're delighted, you know, thanks. Yeah, we appreciate. I'm learning most of that shit off the kids. I'm like, "What does this mean?" And they come and tell me, and they laugh at me, and they slag me about it. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't get the lingo they use today on social media. I just I Google it. I just look it up because I don't I hate not knowing. It was like, did you ever see that one, the video where someone asks their their I think it's their mother what LOL means? And she's like, lots of love. God. I know. But anyway, yeah, I'm a Fraser fan and yeah, I just love him. He's a great addition. He's a keeper. Yeah, I mean, I feel absolutely. like I could watch him for seasons upon seasons. So what do we think of Barbie's reaction to the whole thing? Uh, What's our problem? What's our I, issue? My new, my new thing with Barbie is I don't know that she handles authority very well. You know? Okay, that's fair. I, that, I that, I, that seems like it's logical. Yeah. Um, and I also like she is a good worker. Like I mean, she's she's fucking great good at her worker. job. She's Fantastic. great at her job. Her attitudes just sucks. Yeah, I just it's the authority thing, and maybe she's not used to being called out for her attitude. Yeah, you know, you can have somebody who's a great worker, and you forgive them a lot because they're great workers. That's true, and you may and like. Let's just say, I think it's fair to say, even though we've never been in the yachting industry, I think we've we've gathered enough to realise that Fraser is probably not a typical boss in the yachting industry mm-hmm. with his caring side. It's probably mm-hmm. a lot more cutthroat. It's probably a lot more fucking straight down the line. So people will probably come down on Barbie's side in that uh, disagreement more often than not. Yeah. But look, you could get to next week's episode and she might have just needed a fucking good tip. She might have just been bollocks tired, you know, and come out the other side of it. I could be a bit like that, you know, like some days people could be saying something to me and I'd be like, yeah, that's grand. No matter. Yeah, that's grand. Then the next day they might say the same thing to me and I'd be like, why are you picking on me? (laughs) Yeah, maybe she's got maybe she's got money troubles. Maybe the family are going broke because in fairness, like, I mean, look at the jeans she had on her. Like, them things are threadbare. Like. Stop. <laughs> now you sound like a fucking middle-aged man. Oh, that's what my mother used to say. But my mother used to say jeans like that, see jeans like that, anything with holes in it, anything distressed or anything like that. All she used to ever say was, I throw them in the bin. I throw, they be in the bin. Every time I wear ripped jeans, Ken's like to me, your jeans are ripped. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's fashion. Um, ah, although, well, look, come here. Listen, look at who you're talking to. I know. Wouldn't be caught dead in them now. But yeah, that was a dad joke, Peter, just so you're aware. Don't do it that. It was again. a dad joke. It was very much a dad joke. <laughs> I don't care. Does this face look worried? Does it? And for the listener, no, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> But yeah, moving on. Let's talk about Jared. Jared woke up and read the assignment, didn't he? He got the memo that day. He did great. Yeah. But, I mean, I agree with Ben when he says we'll see how long it lasts. I don't think it's going to last 
the rest of the day. No, I'm like. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's going to be a long term thing. But he definitely look. He definitely woke up with a fucking spring up, spring in a step, and yeah. Uh, but I have to say, can we just can we just call it call out that fucking cornball shit line that he threw a Barbie in the oh car? My God, yeah. Like what if you weren't under your covers or your cushion or fringing somewhere when you were watching that? You really, really get to, you're very naive and gullible because that was just the worst line ever. I even Barbie her. couldn't even like hold it in. She couldn't it's even like, just. Oh my! She just God. laughed out loud. I was like, "Oh my God, Jared, stop!" Yeah, like get back to the nineties, kids. They want their fucking line back. Like that's the kind of shit they used to play in the nineties. And you could say <laughs> that to somebody, and be like, "Oh my God!" And now it's like, no, that's just corny. It's yeah. nonsense. No, Jared, she is not into you. And no. she never will be. No, no. It's not that you're not her type. It's just that, you know, you're just not. Yeah. No way. No way, um, Jose. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we've just got this clock. He's just got this, like, clock over his head that's just ticking away. Oh, it's like a doomsday clock. We're all just waiting for it to go off. It's like a doomsday clock. And the the (laughs) seconds, it's invisible, but we know it's there. And he's just going to, any minute now, just explode. And it's like, what episode are we going to get to? And he's gone. And I'm like, maybe it'll be next week's episode because we didn't get a, like, you know, next week on Below Deck. Yeah, true, true. Well, probably not. But then again, then again, anyone who follows our socials will see that by the time this episode, by the time you're listening to this, the first seven minutes of next week's episode are available. Now, the first seven minutes of next week's episode have been available for two days and has been out there for two days because we've had it and we just sat on it. Like it's out there. It's on social media. But we had it and we just didn't post it because we're not going to post something when the main episode hasn't aired. But they had that shit out there before this week's episode aired, which I don't know. Somebody at Bravo should be getting fired for that shit. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, we know he's going. We just know he's going. And I honestly believe Kat will disappear as well. Um. I don't think we will have her all season and I'd put me house on Jared being gone by season five. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so five. Now, um, can we talk about my biggest disappointment this week? The thing yeah. I got my Ben. <laughs> what the fuck? Listen. Why would you do that to somebody? Like a little rap, bitchy rap. I was I was sitting there saying to myself, like, was he like this last season? Was he like this last season? We were just so distracted with everything else that was going on. We didn't see it. Or was he not like this last season? Like, we know what happened with him and Camille last season, but was he not like this last season? And he has just come in. It's like you said it there, you know, Fraser, you know, went, looked at last season, made the changes he wanted to make and came into this season a different person. Did Bengo do the same thing? And he has chosen the route of I will climb the ladder by being that guy. That yeah. guy that hangs people out to dry, that guy that rats everybody out. And that's how I look. Listen, we all have somebody like that. 
We all oh, we know. Do. We do. Like we all know them. Oh my God. Search like, your soul, listener. You know them too. <laughs> there is always that one brick in the job that is like throwing people under the bus, hanging people out to dry, riding whoever he has to ride. It's like, fuck off. Like. Yeah. I like seeing them people get their comeuppance too. Justice on them is always good. Well, I just really did not want Ben to be this guy, but it looks like, you know, I mean, two episodes and he's flinging people left, right and centre. Like, Yeah, on. like that was bad form because I thought Jared handled it very well. She came in and he said, look, you have to have a jacket on. This has to be connected. You know, she was spoken to. She heard it. She understood. Kerry didn't have to know anything about it. Jared handled it in his department. Now Ben has made not only her look incompetent, but him look incompetent. Yeah. And that's not good. No. It's just... No. And then wondered why she was in a mood. Like, seriously, dude. Like, come on. You just have to throw her under the bus on the radio. How do you not realise? But you know what? He wasn't... He wasn't necessarily trying to throw her under the bus. He was trying to throw Jared under the bus. But he threw her under it. Yeah. But his whole thing there was, oh, well, I'll tell the bosun. I'll point something out to the bosun over the radio in front of Kerry to make myself look bad. Yeah. Um, instead, instead, he just, he looked awful. Especially when Jared said, oh, I've dealt with it. Mm. Like yeah. that's just look that that just looks bad. Like if I'm Kerry and I'm listening to that and going, yeah, well, hang on a second, why is he doing that? And you know, Bravo wanted us to know because they put in little um little uh oh my god, what's the word? Subtitles. Ah yes, yes. So we knew exactly what was being said. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, listen, I'm not liking this. I'm not liking this shit with Ben. This is not where I wanted Ben to go this season. No, no, it's not. And I hope it doesn't continue down this road. Now, as much as I thought uh, Jared's line was corny, I pissed myself laughing at Kyle's line. When When she said, when Barbie said, I'm a virgin. And then she goes, ah, that's bullshit. And he goes, hey, full of STDs, are you? <laughs> like, that's class. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. That's that's something that makes her laugh and goes, this fella's not afraid to just fucking yeah. give it to me. That's the kind of thing. That The weird thing is, that's the kind of thing to get you in there now. Yeah. That's what women are attracted to. Decent yeah. ban- banter, like. Yeah. I like Kyle. I like Sonny. And I hope we see more of them. I felt like last week we didn't get to see much Sonny. So I'm like, okay, now this week we'll get to see her. Because um, she's wearing the face off Ben. But uh, then he threw her under the bus. So I'm like, okay, let's see yeah. how this drama unfolds. I like that. I like Kyle. I like Kyle. I hope yeah. he's a keeper too. Yeah, we didn't see not too much from Zandy. She was kind of there, but she she was in the episode, but she wasn't. She was on screen a lot, but she didn't really contribute a lot. Yeah, she was just getting very impatient with Kat, wasn't she? 
Yeah, but like Sandy strikes me as the type that's very impatient with a lot of things. She just seems impatient with life. Yeah, this is true. So, so I don't necessarily read much into that. But yeah, no, it's it's been it's it's good. It's we're three episodes in now, and I'm I'm very happy with how the season is is shaking is shaping up. Haven't and I like uh, these new guests? What was the phrase I called them? Did he call them tacky? Probably. Probably. But I like yeah. them. When your man's like, this is not chili, it's no chilies. I was like, This yeah, is no man. chilies. Yeah. Yeah. Look, these are just people that have made money. Are they a little bit on the trashier side? Probably. But they're why they're why, not. why do you say that they're the trashier side? I I think they're exactly like us. They're normal people. Yeah, but that's trashy for a super yacht. Um is it? It is. It is. Listen, if we were on a super yacht in the morning, pal, someone th- someone would think a lot of mobile homes would rock up outside and a lot of pie balls would <laughs> gone in the boat. Like, come on. Like, are we for fucking real? Of course they would. I was going to say, like, you know, I wonder do yachties, you know, prefer the, like, rich snobs or do they prefer the kind of rich, not snobs, like. But then I can't help but think about do you remember that English family that were on um a few years ago there was a man and he had his boyfriend and his husband and then his children were there too and they were such fucking hard work Listen, like it all depends it all depends you're gonna get hard you're gonna get people who are new money who are hard work you're gonna get people who are new money who are great you're gonna get old money that are hard work, and you're gonna get old money that are great. It's it doesn't necessarily track because people like, are different. I feel like I'd be sound anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 you might be sound to me. You know, that's probably <laughs> as far as it'll stretch. Everyone else is gonna think you're an asshole. <laughs> They probably think I was an asshole if you fucking drinks in me because I'm so loud when I have a few drinks in me. Well, in fairness, people probably people on the podcast, people listening to the podcast probably think you're an asshole because you got done nothing but bang on about all the house house stuff you're getting done to the house. It's people probably out there struggling to put food at the table and pay electricity bills, and you're spending thousands on construction work. And there's me being tone deaf. I don't think they fucking mind considering they're all Bravo fans and you have to sit watching them housewives be tone fucking deaf after Foxy week. My God. Week after week. Yeah, in fairness, we don't really do tone deaf on this. We don't do any sort of tone on this podcast, as you all know. We don't care. We just say. So, you know, if you're offended by Donna's, Donna's construction work or my collection of overpriced sneakers... You know, you know, bye. <laughs> I'm sure there's another Kelly podcast for you. Yeah. Kelly Osborne during the week talking about Ozempic. People that give out about it are either A, on it, or B, can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, she's not fucking wrong. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <clears throat> okay. And we covered everything for this week. We cannot, we cannot finish without talking about probably the most important thing on the boat, the food. And we're not talking about the food for the guests. Seriously, Auntie, you have to feed, you have to feed the fucking crew. 
What was he doing? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, we gave him a bit of grace for the first week, you know, with the time and things (laughs) like that. Get used to it. But he is so obsessed with making everything perfect. But Kerry was right. I mean, look, a few toasted sandwiches. You know, you don't need to do them cordon bleu. You can just, you know, marinate a few chicken breasts and throw it out into a salad. But they have to eat. Yeah. Like, they're working hard. They're on their feet all day. The deck crew, especially, it's a physical job. They're going to eat a fucking shitload when they come down. And half it, not even a full chicken breast. Like, I mean, come on. That's just not on. You've got to give those kids protein. They need their protein. They do. They do. So, yeah, no, that's that's a big slip up. Um, Something we've never seen before. The food, the crew not getting enough food, I don't think. I don't think that's ever been an issue, has it? Enough food. No, I mean we've had we've had to complain about you know their food in the past. Like and I yes. mean last uh, in med there, Max giving out about it being pasta and carbs all the time. But yeah, like I don't think we've had it where there's just not enough food. And then no. you kind of felt sorry for them because they were mopping the food and then it was literally gone and there was still about four or five of them that hadn't had anything. Well, I'd have been back into Sheffy and I'd have been like, here, Sheffy, get some more fucking chicken going there, kids. You haven't done yeah. enough. Well, I'm the same. I would have been like, sorry, there's no food left. Any chance I could like, I'd make yeah. it myself. Any chance I could make myself toasty. Yeah. Like, in fairness, but, um, Kerry, Kerry should have fucking put down the Turkish lingapon there for a few minutes and... Uh, you know, went in and had a word. Here, can I just say, how cute is that? How cute is that? That he is learning a whole new language so that he can go and ask his girlfriend's mother for her hand in marriage. That is the cutest thing ever. I'm sorry, but it is. It is pretty cute. It is pretty cute, in fairness. Fair play to Like, I mean, he's learning. And it's old school. I mean, do people still do that nowadays? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I couldn't honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know that Ken asked my math for my hand of marriage, but then again, like we were together 10 years, had three kids, and it was a case of like, Yeah, like, what are you going to say? I'm about to have your fourth child. Get yourself to a fucking jeweler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think at some point, you know, it's just, I think it's a bit of a, like, I mean, it's cute that he's doing it, but it's a bit of an archaic fucking ritual. It's only archaic to people like us. But I mean, the Turkish culture is still very much like that. Yeah. You know, it's only because we've gone all fucking Western. There's some parts about that that I dislike, that we are Americanized so much. But, this, but the but whole idea there are that, a lot you of countries to, that you would have to ask permission of somebody who you're not actually married. That's a bit archaic. Like, what do you mean? But like him going to ask permission to ask somebody to marry, that's archaic in my eyes. Because you're not you marrying know, the mother-in-law. Archaic in our culture. But that's it's still very much a done thing in other cultures. And yeah, but I don't, I don't think it should be. Yeah, well, it is. So suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, I well, think it's I cute. I think it's cute. And do you know what it makes me think of? 
Do you remember that scene in Love Actually with Colin Firth when he goes back to Portugal? Yes. To ask her. And he does it in the restaurant in front of everyone in Portuguese. It's just the yeah. cutest thing. I do. Captain I love Kerry that. I, is Colin Firth. God, here we I love- go. Here we go. Okay. Right. On that note, let's move what? on. But, but yeah, um, no, look, looking forward to next week's episode. I really enjoyed this week's episode. Yeah, I like, did too. No points I did in too. it where it's bored or anything, you know? No. I was like, this is what I want. This is what I want from Below Deck. Yeah, it, it, it flew in. The episode flew in. Before I knew it, it was over. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I kind of wanted more. And it left me wanting more, which is what a good episode should do. So yeah. it had all the hallmarks. Picking up my phone halfway through an episode. You've lost me, you know. Hundred percent. That's it. I'm I'm only half in, and that's that's never good when it comes to a TV show. Mm. Um, just for some information, obviously, any of you fans of Summer House know that Summer House is back on Thursday night, which like they're not being very considerate of our recording schedule. Let's just put it that way. I think Bravo was done this deliberately to affect us. Because they have issues with us. So and we're going to we ta- record twice a week. So we are going to record twice a week because, you know, we're just like that. Um, we're going to be releasing our, we're going to be releasing a separate episode for Summer House. And that will be available Friday evenings, every Friday evening. Um, I know most of you probably won't listen to it until Monday, but you know, because people don't really listen to podcasts at the weekend, but we'll release it anyway on Friday for those of you who do. Um, so we will be back this Thursday. Well, I will be back this Thursday. Oh, yeah, I won't be here. Boo-hoo. But Maeve is coming back for one week. She's going to fill in. So myself and Maeve will be here on Friday um, dissecting this week's Summer House premiere. While Donna Marie is down the country. Yeah, I might like send you some voice notes or something. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, let's not get any voice notes. You can just do this last, like you can just do this little last, you know, maybe 90 second thing where I'll send you a voice note of me on a rant about how I feel about the episode. Yeah, probably, probably not. Because, like, you sent me stuff last night and my phone is still on fire after it came oh through. Oh, my gosh. Okay, listen, right? We have to mention this. We have, have to, to mention this. All right, people in America are not going to have a fucking clue what we're talking about. But just go on to TikTok, right? Just go on to TikTok and you can find it, right? And search hashtag da- Davinish or Devonish. 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 Oh, my God. When that shit got sent to me last night, I could not believe my eyes. I sent it to me, man. All. I was like, man, look at this. <laughs> so basically what happened was, for anyone who hasn't seen this, and anyone who, you know, will warn you, will give you a fair warning before you go looking for this. What happened was, this group of male strippers went and did a show in Belfast, I think, in Northern yeah. Ireland. Mm-hmm. And things got a little out of hand at the meet and greet. A seemingly, little. seemingly at the meet and greet, all the cast come out naked. It was less a lot, a little out of hand and more a lot in hands. 
there was there was a lot there was, let's just say that it was more than a meet and greet. It was a meet and fucking blow, a meet and rides. There was all sorts going on. And now this has all been blown up. All videos have been released. Text messages have been released. Kids are going into school. There's a teacher. There's a teacher on it. There's somebody who's just got engaged, who posted a video of herself getting engaged. She's 69 and somebody on a stage. So safely say her relationship is over. Like, it's just carnage. <laughs> Your comments, that's someone's ma. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so if you haven't seen this shit, check it out on TikTok because it's it's just it's it's awful, but it's one of those awful things that you can't stop looking at. And if you're a sick motherfucker, just DM me there on the page and I'll send you the videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say, you know, if if you're a male and you're you you know you you feel a little bit inadequate already, don't fucking watch this thing. <laughs> Because there's lads with baseball bats on this on these videos. My God, I'm telling you, like, listen. Like, I was not, there was that lads was not on that, my bingo card for yesterday. It was not on my bingo card. I was lying in bed, cup of tea in my hand, getting ready to watch something on the TV, and that shit got sent to me. I was like, whoa. There was one guy doing a helicopter. I swear, I thought Marine one was landing in me fucking room. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> oh my god you'd be mortified you'd just be fucking mortified and you know what you can't do anything you can't go anywhere you can't just do anything in this day and age without some fucker having a camera out recording the whole thing and like every single video that we got was from the same phone there was one woman in the there was one woman one woman <laughs> was filming the whole lot <laughs> In the back of my head. Hanging people out to dry. Like she has now ruined marriages. Fucking people are gonna lose their job probably over this. It's horrendous. But it's good, it's good fun. So on that note, I think we'll bid adieu. Um, I will see you Friday night. I will see you next Tuesday. And in the meantime, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. On Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you Friday. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.